Welcome to the first edition of the Naturally Abilene podcast, brought to you by Oddly Natural Digital Branding and PR. We hope to be bringing you this podcast every week, um, so go ahead, subscribe, like, subscribe, um, whatever you need to. We will be putting this out on all the different areas where you can find your podcast. We're really excited to be bringing you this. To be. My name is Grant Vandiver. I am one of the co-founders of Oddly Natural, and I'll be helping bring this to you every single week. We want to accomplish a number of different things when it comes to this podcast. First, we want to introduce a number of different people from the marketing walk of life, whether that's business owners, marketing directors, graphic artists, anybody that has to do with anything when it comes to marketing for businesses. We're going to visit with them and talk about their experiences, um, their passions, and, and and hopefully learn some things about what makes them successful. We'll also be uh, providing you with a tip of the week starting next week. And then we will also be providing you a Abilene, what's up Abilene calendar once a week. So without further ado, this is our first interview. Our first interview is with Alex Terrell Russell, my business partner. And we did this because obviously Alex has been going through some interesting stuff with just having run for city council, but also my previous podcast, the People of Abilene podcast was when Alex and I first really got connected and actually led to the formation of, of The Natural. So we thought it would be fun to uh, bring things full circle and have her be the first guest of this new podcast, Naturally Abilene. And um, we had a really great conversation about looking back and looking forward and, and talking about how to reach customers and uh, potential voters, if you will, in the 21st century. So here's my conversation with Alex Tara Russell, and stay tuned to the end for This Week in Abilene Calendar. All right, so here we are. We're back uh, in the podcast studio, if you will, aka <laughs> a random location we could find. Uh, Alex, it's funny to think back to one of the first times we ever really interacted was when I was doing my People of Abilene podcast. Um, lots of change since then. <laughs> yeah, there's you know there's two first impressions I feel like I have with you. The one was when you were working for um, the magazine. You came by Lytle, and we talked for a while. Then that's when we you know kind of figured out you met Justin. You knew Justin in high school, and then um, the second time was yeah, the People of Abilene podcast, and that was we talked. Um, I mean, I I tell the story when I'm telling people how we met and started Oddly Natural, but that's really how Oddly Natural started. I mean that that podcast day you came in and. Um, yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about all the things we could do together. And then the next morning, I asked you to come in at like 7 a.m. Yeah, very early. And, and <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm not an early person. So. <laughs> I know. And neither am I. That's what was crazy. So, yeah, I stayed up that whole night thinking and emailed you to come in and talk about it. And, yeah, man, it's crazy how and, far we've come. And, and it feels like forever ago, but it was only like 18, 20, 20 yeah, months ago. It was not that long ago at all. But yeah, it does feel like years ago. What What do you think has been? What's been the funnest thing that that we've been able to do with all the natural? Do you think in the last uh, since we started? I think all the. I mean, giving back to the community in the ways that we've done. That's that's something that we connected on in our first podcast. It'd be fun to go. Re- I haven't revisited that podcast in a while, but um, um, we really both were interested in building companies and. Um, building businesses and lives that we thought could really give back to Abilene in a way that 
we are proud of and we've done that already. I mean, I'm really proud of to be such a young company of all the events we've been able to sponsor and all the donations we've been able to make and um, the volunteer hours we've all put in. I'm, I don't know. I'm proud of that. It's funny to think one of the things that we obviously did connect on was our, our love of the community and, and kind of through that politics and, and government um, and politics kind of gets a bad name. We don't love politics necessarily. We love being involved in the community. We love um, trying to do everything we can on an individual level as a group. We love so, government. We do love government. I would government. say we love yeah. government, yeah. Um, we like the ins and outs ins and, and the outs, policy. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> which but, is odd. Which I mean, that's, yeah, that's something odd to connect yeah, on. Exactly. We're not, we're, it's not, you know, huge um, out in the rest of the world. But it. I think it's played a much bigger role in our relationship and in, in what we've been doing individually, specifically what you've been doing over the course of, of the last, you know, let's call it two years, you know, um, very, very quickly after we kind of got this off the ground, Anthony comes and says, Hey, I want you to, uh, I want you to help me run my campaign. Um, talk a little bit about what that was, you know, the first meeting, um, kind of deciding, you know, we, we had conversations about, you know, we've just getting this started. Do we want to continue to, to do this? Is this a good time to do it? Just kind of talk through, you know, tell the people what that meeting was like, what you were thinking and kind of, how that's evolved over the course of that whole campaign, which was like six months. Yeah. So you and I filed our Secretary of State for Oddly Natural on November 8th, 2016, Election Day, uh, which we didn't mean to, but um, that's how it fell, and that we were we were excited to get it up and going. So we did that, and then on December 17th of that same year, 2016, Mayor, now, now Mayor Williams, then Councilman Williams, um, called me. We had met in person two or three times before then, and, um, yeah, it called me and asked me if I would run his campaign for mayor that following spring. Um, I think you were probably the first person I came to with it past, um, after my husband, Justin. And, um, that's kind of where our, our, I don't know where our relationship really blossomed, I think was throughout that campaign. I was so, so worried about taking on that campaign, especially just starting on the natural and you were just so encouraging, um, you know, and really a huge part of that campaign as well. You don't get near enough credit for all the work you did on that campaign. But we, we that was the beginning of us collaborating creatively, um, politically. That was just the beginning of a lot of collaboration that I think has led us to where we are now. So um, it definitely, I mean, looking back on it, it, feels it may not have been actually, but it feels very much like our first kind of client undertaking. The first yeah. thing we did, obviously, other natural wasn't doing it. You were doing it on your own, and I was. I was helping some, but we, you know, I was out trying to get new clients and doing some other things. Yeah. Um, but it was the first time that we kind of had worked together. You know, as, most of what we were doing was really just sitting around talking and and brainstorming and brainstorming. And, yeah. and you know, if if this happens to this, you know, how do we? You know, Anthony really believes this. How do we get? How best portray that out there? Um, and you know, I don't think you. When we started, the idea wasn't that you were going to help, um, you know, elect the next mayor of Abilene within six months of, of what we're doing. It's, yeah. um, I, I don't want to say it changed the trajectory, but it definitely changed kind of how we looked at what we wanted to do. Um, obviously, our, our main purpose and main goal has always been to help small businesses in town or medium, you know, bit local businesses in town. I'm, I'm trying to do better saying local as opposed to small. Cause yeah. we want to help everybody. We want to help local businesses grow. Um, the power of the internet is real. 
it is um, worldwide, and a lot of times it feels like the people that take the best advantage of that are these huge corporations. And and one of the goals of Holly Natural was always to help give those tools to local businesses so they can compete not only here locally, but eventually being able to grow and compete on the same playing field because that's what the internet provides is that equal mm-hmm. playing field if yeah. you know what you're doing. Um, Look at Etsy shops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, um, you know, we. Uh, you, you, Mary Williams is elected. Where are you at that point? What did it change? And we talked about this some, but like, did it change what you were thinking as the direction of Ollie Natural? What you wanted to do? That you know, obviously, I want to talk about well, what's been going on the last six months here in a little bit. But you know, what? Where were you after the the final vote was counted on on the runoff? Well, as you know better than anyone, I took about a month off, <laughs> so I was tired. But um, but really, that month came with a lot of inspiration, too. I was tired, but I was really inspired and motivated. Um, I think that, again, I mean, that was really the first of... We knew what each other's interests were. We knew we really gelled well um, and, and played off of each other's strengths really well. I don't think we knew until after Mayor Williams' campaign was over how well we really you and I played to each other's strengths, especially as far as merging the um, the creative side with the political government side. Because that's a really, I mean, that's not that's not a typical balance to have. Usually you're creative and you enjoy just creating. You just enjoy creating um, t- television commercials or, you know, billboards or ads or graphic design. Or, uh, But you and I, I think, are both really like to be creative in that political realm and, and, and as far as um, advancing issues and candidates and um, so, and I think Mayor Williams' campaign really just proved to you and I both really quickly in that we could do that pretty successfully. So, um, it, I don't know that it's changed the direction of Oddly Natural necessarily. I think it's probably inspired us maybe to do, um, you and I have talked a lot about maybe wanting to do a government affairs arm of Oddly Natural. Um, I don't know that necessarily sprang up right after Mayor Williams' campaign, but I definitely think that was a catalyst, a jump off point for it. So, so, you know, that, that ends in, in June, you know, a lot of things happen over the fall. We grow. We we, we hire our first employee. Um, in shout August. out Abby. What's up, Abby? <laughs> um, in August and May, um, August or September, right around that area. You know, she comes in to help us with the graphic design to help us grow. Um, the fall was very much just trying to grow, trying to find our footing, find our niche, um, get our name out there. Um, towards the end of the year. Conversations start being had about local office, where this, where the community is going. Um, the street maintenance fee obviously had a had a big impact on that, um, but because of the role you played in Mayor Williams' campaign, all of a sudden you have become. People are asking your opinion on a bunch of things, not only on like what is the mayor thinking, but also what do you think. Um, that eventually leads, obviously, to you running for office. So you decide as a 26-year-old, which is, which is not normal, not kind of the expected realm, to get involved in public office. Talk us through kind of some of the key things that led you to there and then eventually pulling the trigger. Um, and it wasn't necessarily – you didn't get always super kind feedback with that decision. Yeah, sure. So um – through mayor you and i we've already talked a lot about community and how community means um so much to us and how specifically abilene's community wanting to invest in that because of everything it gave us growing up and 
through, and you know, I've, I grew up with my grandmother and family members serving on different boards of nonprofits and being very charitable and, and giving. And, um, I, I was, I was excited and happy to be a part of that culture coming back to Abilene. I didn't realize how hard it is to actually know your community until Mayor Williams campaign. And, um, you know, serving in any way you can is, is admirable, but to truly get to know our community, I really don't, I have not found a better way to do it than running for office or, um, helping someone run for office. There's a million different ways you can get involved in, in government, but, um, that's truly the best way to get to know every facet of, of your community. And, um, I, I realized that after Mary Williams' campaign, that's what I wanted to do was get to know every facet of our community and then serve them well. And to me, that was um, that was city council. And I had I had a lot of good, you know, feedback at first. Um, there were people really pushing me, um, really pushing me to, to, to step up and to do it. Um, some people that were really unhappy with the place to incumbent um, were really excited about the possibility of, of me running. And they set me up with some really good people. My treasurer, Ray Ferguson, was one of the people that they um, ran. I knew each other, but not well. And... And then, um, and then, you know, Mr. Rents decided to run and some of that support, um, kind of transferred over to him, but I, I wouldn't trade the experience for the world. I wouldn't, I mean, I, you know, I stand by the fact, you know, the campaign kind of bit that I threw out every now and then that I've touched every, you know, at least one person in every Abilene community. And that was fun. That was fun for me. That was, I mean, it, it was exciting to be able to get to know those people that I would have never maybe interacted with before. Um, it was exciting to be able to hear their needs and um, what they were doing in their own communities to work through those needs, um, how we could help them. So yeah, I mean, running for office was an experience. Um, one that I wouldn't tell everyone to do, honestly. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, it takes a lot to be able to get on social media every morning. Um, social media becomes a job. I mean, it does. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's our job anyways, oddly natural, but whenever it's, um, whenever you're running a campaign as a candidate, it, it becomes every single morning waking up and checking on, um, that's, I mean, social media now is how you keep a pulse on, especially, you know, our generation. And so it's important to keep a finger on that pulse and, um, and, and, and with that, you get, you know, negative feedback and you have to be able to look at that and, and take it in. That was a huge learning experience for me was to be able to take it in and um, to know which comments to really learn from and to um, and, and, and to help me going forward and which comments you just kind of really have to ignore and push to the side. Well, and that brings up a good point as far as the social media and the different aspects. So I want to touch on that because obviously running for office, one of the biggest things is just getting your name out there, getting what you believe out in the public. Um, what did doing that, what did running for office teach you about marketing? What did you learn? Um, what can you bring back to Ali Natural um, as a way of, and even talking to our current clients and the future clients on the best ways of getting your name out there? <clears throat> because you really had a microcosm of a, of a mini business. You started, you, were try, you know, some people knew who you were, some people didn't. You were trying to get your name out there you're trying to get it out there as um, precisely and as effectively as possible as leading to basically a purchase, if you will, or a vote <clears> on that day. Um, talk a little bit about that, what your thought was, what you learned, um, and, and how that can relate to small businesses. Yeah. So the main point would be that small local businesses... Um, brand awareness and building your brand is is still king. I mean, that's what that's. I mean, you can have as good of product as you is is um, you could possibly have 
for me, I was the product, the candidate was the product, and um, I, I knew that I knew my stuff, I knew that I could talk about, you know, just about anything to do with city government anywhere at any time, but I had to make people understand that. Same way with products, same way with services. Um, you can believe wholeheartedly in what you're putting your entire life savings into or your entire, you know, life's work into is the absolute best, but you got to figure out a way to um, relate that to people who are already so busy in their day-to-day lives. And that's, for me, I think starting out with uh, my campaign, I just expected everyone to care, not because it was me, but because it was government. It was city government. And it was something that I felt like we should all be really, um, you know, taken with and something that we should all, you know, put some effort and attention into. And it became very clear, very quick that, um, people are busy and some people are just busy just getting through the day and, um, being able to go to bed at night and to make them, to put something else on their plate to say, here, please care about this is an effort. And you had to create a brand that they identified with to do that. Um, so I think, you know, our, our peace sign that, you know, represented the number two became that, um, something that people could, you know, hosting the events, the personal touch is not gone. You have to, I mean, especially in, in markets like Abilene, when, <clears throat> You really do have to separate, um, you know, yourself because there's a, you know, there's a million small, small local businesses and, um, you have to give yourself some kind of personality that works within that. And, um, that's something I think we knew, but I, I, I had no idea was as crucial as I found out. Yeah. And I think that's great for it. For anybody that's listening that is a marketing director or a small business owner that's trying to figure out how do I get more customers? How do I get more people to pay attention to me? Branding is a huge thing, but also one of the things that, a lot of the feedback we got with you was how knowledgeable you were. You knew your stuff. When you got a question in a debate, when you got a question from, from a person in public, you knew your stuff. That's one of the things that, that I know I've been pushing out and we've been talking a lot about is how do we help local businesses compete with the big giants, with the Amazons, with, with the Targets, with all these different places. And one of our philosophies, one of our thoughts is it's it's not necessarily – it is quality of service, but it's also knowledge. I want to walk into a local place, you know, say say it's a local camera store. Um, I want to walk into a store and say, look, I'm a first-time photographer. This is kind of the budget I think I have. Talk me through my options. And for that store to be able to come out and say, here are your three options. Um, we suggest this because of this, this, and this. Here's why you don't need to worry about that, you know. You don't get a lot of perspective yeah. on the internet. A lot of it's just facts and figures. And so those local businesses are, are able to provide buyers with with perspective. And and I know everybody's afraid of being, you know the ease of being buying things online. It is very easy, but there are a lot of things people are buying that they don't really it's really easy when you need to buy toilet paper. Everybody needs toilet paper and so you can buy that online and it's not a big deal. But but purchases, whether it's clothing, you want you want to try it on um, whether it's a new roof, all these different things, you want to talk to the experts. You actually want to talk to those people. Um, and, and then there's still the local company still provides you with that instant gratification of being able to buy yeah. it. That's why Amazon is so hard trying, you know, that's why people pay extra $100 a year, now $120 a year for that two day shipping because they're tired of waiting five days to buy something. Mm-hmm. You go to local businesses and you can still get that thing that day. Yeah. Um, and so that's really what we're. You know, we've learned from both your campaign and what we've already believed is it's, it's kind of three pillars. It's it's branding. It's getting your name out there, um, you know, meeting the customers, meeting the, you know, the voters, if you will, where they are. And then being super, super knowledgeable as someone, as, as a trustworthy option to help make that decision. Yeah. And I, I mean, obviously 
groups like Amazon and Walmart Online are always going to be successful. There's huge populations of our country that um, that that absolutely rely. You know, the UPS van comes to our house often with Amazon packages, but there are some things that yeah, we will never buy online. Um, political um, political candidates are one of those things. You can social media and it was a huge huge effort for us in Mayor Williams' campaign, but that's because um, he he needed that brand awareness. I um, learned in my campaign that I didn't necessarily need the social media brand awareness. I didn't need to build that up as much as we did need that for him. I needed to talk to people. He had spent his entire life, his entire career in Abilene, talking to people face to face, shaking their hands um, at church and you know at their doors and their businesses. Um, and we need to get to, to portray that, to transfer that online so other people got to see it, as many people as possible. With me, um, I've spent a large portion of my life online. I mean, I, you know, I'm a millennial and I'm, um, I, I've had social media for as long as social media has been around and I've created a network and a base in there and I needed to get out and talk to people. I needed to, so it was interesting to kind of see that balance and, you know, and I think that's another thing that we could probably really take away as far as all the natural clients go is it's not ever cookie cutter. You can't ever say, here's, here's a menu, here's what you have, um, here's what we have to offer, pick from these things. It's really got to be unique and, um, campaigns have got to be uniquely created based on, you know, each candidate, product or service, because not all of them work the same way. And, um, not all of them have the same customers. So, so that kind of leads, we'll, we'll kind of come to a conclusion somewhat here. Um, you know, you've been running Oddly Natural for, for two years. You've run a campaign. You've run in a campaign. We've. Well, we've. <laughs> we've done all those things. Tag, tag along. Um, what's, what do you see as next? What's the next chapter? What do you hope to see from, you know, Obviously, we share a business together, but what do you want to see, you know, from small businesses in town, from our business? What do you want to see you being able to do? Um, I know you, you're a part of a group that started um, a, a group called or a nonprofit called Work Again West Texas. What Talk a little bit about that and then kind of expand on that moving forward, maybe five, six months down the line. Yeah. So working in West Texas was three, three or four of us. Um, Blaze Reagan, a local, a, a local attorney, tagged us um, all in a video on Facebook, and it was a Fort Worth-based video. They had created this program that he was really interested in, and so he um, tapped a couple of community leaders he thought may be interested in getting it off the ground. Um, myself, Megan Dobbs, and Kevin Bradford were the only ones that really jumped on it, and so we ended up meeting. And um, yeah, two months later now, we have a board of about nine people. And we have an, a memorandum of understanding with the city of Abilene to start sending out crews of um, homeless people to pick up trash around Abilene to give them a source of income. And there's Goodwill. West Texas has been incredible in providing the structure, the payment structure. And really, um, they've structured it. I don't want to speak out of turn because it, it, it's still a sensitive program. But um, really, what Goodwill has done is put together a program that will not enable them to stay homeless. They have to take a break, you know, they have to take a break for a couple of weeks after a certain amount of working months or whatever it is, um, so that we make sure that they're building themselves up and really, um, and looking forward to creating careers for themselves. This is not meant to be a long-term job. It's meant to get people off their feet and provide them with an opportunity um, and then to go forward. So yeah, we're really excited and proud of working in West Texas. Um, and as far as the future, I'm excited about that. And then I'm excited about, you know, getting back to the day to day with all the natural, um, building, building all the natural into what we've always dreamed that it, you know, it could be and would be. And, um, we, we've talked a lot about an all the natural community foundation, something of that sort to where, um, you know, that's a huge part of our business is giving back to the community and nonprofits in a way, um, that I don't think we're sure what that looks like yet, but building that is, is a dream. I know for both of us, 
Um, and, and yeah, I mean, Justin and I's jar land and investments, you know, revitalizing downtown Abilene. I think there's a lot of work to be done. So for now I'm comfortable and sitting in, you know, all my projects, not, not adding another project. That's, that's been something we've all talked a lot about is I always have to have a new project. And right now, um, you know, I, I've had to sit back and say, look at all the projects we've put in the air in the past year. Let's let's take really good care of those projects and get them moving forward and um, then then see what's next. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we would both love to do something with government affairs in relation to Oddly Natural. And um, I would love to build that up. But again, I'm excited about what the future holds at Oddly Natural and, and in Abilene. Can, and, and typically we try to keep these podcasts evergreen. Um, so we're going to end with, with not an evergreen question. But something hopefully that will get informative to people that are listening when it first publishes and it'll be fun to kind of come back mm-hmm. to in a year, you know, after it's been out for a year. Um, obviously, JAR is uh, is doing some revitalization to the old, what everybody knows is the Bush Building downtown. Yeah. Um, iconic, white-walled, kind of in-caved uh, storefront. Tell us kind of anything you can tell us as far as what the, what your vision is for that and what you'd love to see it turn into. Yeah. So our vision is um, is a local spot that's a restaurant, lounge, bar area for people to hang out that's comfortable, but also um, nice enough to where you can, you know, get off work at the bank downtown in a suit and feel okay coming, kicking your feet up and having a drink. Um, you can be, you know, a single mom that's just been at home with the kids and wants to get a babysitter for the night and just come out and have a drink and talk to everyone you want to or sit in a booth, um, a dark booth and talk to no one. So that's that's the dream. Um, we're working with local designer Rebecca Gibbs, and she's put together an amazing aesthetic and atmosphere. Um, really, really thrilled about what she's doing, and um, I, it's going to be comfortable and it's going to be fun, and um, it, it's going to be a hope, a staple in downtown Abilene for a while to come. Yeah, hopefully by this time next year we'll be have been open for a couple months. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, it's been fun. It's, it's somewhat awkward having this conversation with you over a mic. I know. Just do this all the time, but um, I wanted to kind of make that come full circle with our first oddly natural. Sorry, my voice cracked. <laughs> with our first oddly natural podcast, and um, bring that full circle to, to back to having you as the first guest. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's so I know this is going to be so much fun. I mean, like you say, we have conversations like this all the time, and um, <laughs> a lot of them deserve to be captured over a mic. Yeah, they're so. probably a lot more funny. That we they're a lot more fun to listen to if we would just record and not uh-huh. know that we we're being recorded and yeah. just post those. But yeah, that um, might be an idea. There you go. All right. Well, uh, thanks so much. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks y'all. One of the more interesting parts of this podcast is we really wanted to create a place where even if you're not interested in in business or marketing, there's something for you uh, as long as you live in Abilene. So this is the place where we're going to put the This Week in Abilene calendar. So hopefully you've listened to the to the interview with Alex, and now you will uh, know what's going on in Abilene each and every week. So let's start with uh, the first thing in our calendar is the City of Abilene Summer Camps, which is June 4th through the 15th. So if you're listening, this, listening to this today, uh, it obviously started, but I'm sure you could uh, jump in at any point. Give the Parks and Rec Department a call and find out more information. Secondly is the 7th Annual Cath Festival, which is June 7th through 9th. That's this weekend. If you are out there listening and don't know about the Cath Festival, you've got to find out more information about it. It is one of the premier events in Abilene every year. Uh, people from all over the country come uh, to participate. 
Uh, it'll take over downtown. It, it's a great time for children of all ages. Third, we have uh, Play Day at the Park, which is June 9th, which is this Saturday at Nelson Splashpad. So if you're living in the Nelson Splashpad area or just want to have something fun to do on Saturday, be sure to hit up Play Day at the Park. And as always, uh, Abilene's newest attraction, which opened up last year, Adventure Cove, is open. Uh, be sure you get the early. I have, early reports are that it is crowded and people are having a lot of fun out there. So obviously a lot of summer activities going on this week. If you've got an event that you want focused, uh, featured on this podcast, please send us a note. We will be happy to add it. We really want this to be a uh, catch-all for everything that's going on in Abilene each and every week. So thank you for listening to the first edition of Naturally Abilene. We will see you next week.